want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system. And you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on your radio dial. 
privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate it. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms that are free download for your smartphone or tablet. You can show with you everywhere. And, of course, speaking of everywhere, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Check out the show at your leisure. Go back to previous show, shows, which, again, I've noticed over time in kind of just analyzing the um, analyzing the uh, the podcast that a lot of people do that. Uh, that, again, they may go back to shows. Maybe, you know, I'll look at the number of plays on a show and then maybe come back a couple months later and say, wait a minute, wow, that went up significantly. Because, again, folks go back to get shows they've missed in, you know, you know in uh, previous times and uh, just happy, again, to have the opportunity to be able to come to you guys here on the, on the airwaves at 106.1 FM Nash Icon, our podcast on the Anchor app, and then, of course, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, Apple, uh, and, of course, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Just so many ways to catch the program uh, these days and, of course, try to take full advantage of each and every one of those platforms. Speaking of platforms... At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram is our social media platforms. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. A legend. A legend comes back to the program. Legendary sportscaster. Legendary, again, um, uh, uh, sports personality. Uh, journalist. Uh, Roe Brown is going to be with us this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. And Roe's always fun. Uh First of all, the knowledge is just incredible. Just, again, the institutional knowledge of seeing so much in his lifetime here in sports here in New Orleans. But, you know, again, but also just, again, understanding the teams and, and what's going on now you know, when it comes to the leagues as well. And so, you know, we'll cover a lot of what's going on with the, the draft and, of course, the Pels. Uh, a lot of that, again, may be, you know, <laughs> you know how that goes, right? You do a show on a Thursday, it's live. By the time you get to Friday or Saturday, especially when the draft is on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm sorry, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, that, and, of course, the, the Pels playing um, game five tonight, game six on Thursday. And that's up in the air right now on, on the time. It could be 6.30. It could be, could be 9 o'clock New Orleans time so, or 8.30 New Orleans time, depending on, again, how they're going to set this thing up based on, again, other uh, series. But, uh, you know, our show will go on no matter what when it comes to the, uh, to the TV show. So looking forward to having Roe Brown as part of the program. That's Thursday, 1 p.m. live broadcast on WLA-TV, also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE with our first free broadcast on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. This might be one of those one of those weeks where you're you're putting it on the DVR, you know, you're, you're recording it because so much going on on Thursday night. Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday, 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms. Always at ericasher.com and always on the um, WLA-TV YouTube page. Well, we got a great show for you today. Mike Scarborough is going to visit us at about uh, 4.35 today. We'll get his take on what he saw at the LSU spring game. Of course, everybody's buzzing about the quarterbacks. Uh, we'll get his take on that. And then Ross Jackson is going to visit us from Locked On Saints Podcast and Saints Wire. That will happen at 5.10 today. And we'll get his take on what he thinks the Saints are going to do uh, in the draft coming again this Thursday with the two team, two uh, picks in the first round, 16 and 19. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, what, three picks in the, in the top 49, four picks in the top 100 and at 98. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I, I think it's at 120 is the next uh, pick. So five picks within the, within the first 120 picks. 
and, you know, they may be very, very active as they always are. We'll get Ross's take on that. And then we finish up with Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. We'll get his take on the draft. We'll get his take on the Saints uh, as far as, again, what's going to happen with them. Uh, then we'll talk about the Pelicans, of course, Game 5 and Game 6 coming up. And then we'll, I want to get his take on, on, on the Zurich Classic of New Orleans and, more importantly, the TBC uh, layout. Uh, the scores were ridiculously low. And I, I know we had the best golfers in the world there. But I'm just wondering, again, to him, a guy that is, again, his, his father is the godfather of golf here in New Orleans, right? Uh, and, you know, his thoughts on, again, the, 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 the course conditions and just the way the course is laid out now uh, after, you know, multiple hurricanes, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the fixing of the course to, to kind of make to the liking of, again, some of the pros. We'll talk about that as well here on the program today with Fletcher Mackle at a little bit after 5.30 this afternoon. But tonight, Game 5 in Phoenix, uh, tip-off 9 o'clock here in New Orleans. Series is tied at 2. Both teams have won a game on the opposing team's floor. It's as close as you can get it. This matchup is a toss-up right now. Okay, no other way around it. And look, I don't want to hear Devin Booker's out. Zion Williamson is out too. Okay. Zion Williamson is out. I know you can say that Zion hasn't played the entire year, and this team has had to be able to, again, adjust without him and has adjusted by now, and they've gone through so many different avenues in terms of, you know, what they started out in 1-12, 3-16, the team they put together, the, the, the trade at the trading deadline, they brought in C.J. McCollum, uh, Larry Nance, and, and Tony Snell, which, again, really, again, changed the, 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 uh, the fortunes of this team. But they were playing, remember, they were playing good basketball leading into the All-Star break as well, okay? I'm not going to say that C.J. McCollum and, and Nance didn't put them over the top because they have. There's no doubt. It's a different team. But at the same time, yes, they've lost Booker. And Booker's a big part of what they do. You know, he's a double-figure scorer. He gets to the basket. Uh, he's a guy that's got to be uh, got to be accounted for. Look, there's a million reasons why, again, Booker is, 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 is a, uh, a big factor for the Suns in order for them to be able to win this series. And he's not there. But imagine if Zion was on the floor. So it's a wash, in my opinion. I've said that before. It's a wash, right? You know, some can say it's apples and oranges, but I say it's a wash. Um. The, the, when you say it's a toss-up, with the exception of the fact that the Suns have more playoff experience than the Pels. And we're getting into the nitty-gritty now. Look, it's best of three. The, the, the Suns have been here before. Yes, select players on the Pelicans have been here before, but the team as a whole has not been. This is Willie Green's first playoff uh, as, as a head coach, playoff series as a head coach. As I've said, these guys that, again, that are behind him, that are uh, – a bunch of no-name coaches have done a great job in, in the adjustments that need to be made. Uh, we've seen it game to game. We've seen it quarter to quarter. We've seen in-game adjustments. And then, of course, as I mentioned so many times, that, that's different than what we've seen here in New Orleans in, in, in the recent history of this team. And, I, and, again, I go back to the last time. I said this the other day. Monty Williams was really the last guy that we saw that could adjust on the fly, uh, that, 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 again, that made these adjustments. You saw the, the, the team going and making the adjustments, and again, when you had the high ba- basketball IQ, they could get it done. So, yes, this coaching staff has done a fantastic job in adjusting on the fly. But give some credit to, to again, the team as well. First of all, the buy-in to what the coaches are, are, are preaching, right, the game plan, and then, of course, to have the high basketball IQ to go out there and execute what these coaches are asking them to do. But still. It's a best of three at this point. 
It's a best of three. So when you look at the, the Suns right now, the advantage is home court in this best of three. For the Pels, to me, it's all about poise, okay? It's about getting, first of all, quality minutes from the big three, something we didn't see consistently in this series. Yes, you've seen uh, B.I. and C.J. do their part. Valanciunas has disappeared at times. He has got to play big, and I mean big, in these next three games in order for them to advance. You, you look at, again, uh, what, what Aiton and McGee have been able to do in the middle uh, as a tandem, not just scoring the basketball, altering shots, ghost uh, uh, block shots all the way around. They're rebounding, etc. cetera. Uh, when Valanciunas is on his game, when he is playing at a high level, this team is tough to stop because, again, he is a force. When he can knock down the three-point shot from, from again, the top of the key, that's Lanyard for you. My gosh. But, again, just the physicality around the boards, getting a, the double-double, scoring around the basket, being physical. That's what Valanciunas has got to do for the next three games for this team to be able to win this series. Rebounding is the key, but also scoring and getting the Suns bigs and bigs in foul trouble. On the flip side, he cannot get into foul trouble and disappear. See, that's where the problem has been. If he gets into foul trouble, he disappears. That's been an issue. And also, again, goes without saying that the, the Pels need Brandon Ingram and C.J. to score, to facilitate, to defend. But they also have to lead. And, and look, it's going to be tough. Okay, you got three games to advance to the next, uh, to the next series, and nobody thought the Pelicans were going to be in this position. Okay, no one. No one in this town. No one, again, that, 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 uh, that watches the NBA. You know, I mean... <laughs> If you are watching these teams, you're saying there's no way in the world. Now, the Booker thing really helped. There's no doubt about it. But the, the Pels are the eighth seed. And, and, and the path to the second round is not going to be easy, especially, again, when you have to win one, more than likely, probably two, on, on the Suns' home court to advance. So it comes back to what has been, what has gotten them to where they are today. And, and to me, the number one thing is team defense. Okay. When they play strong team defense, they create easy opportunities on the offensive end. And they seem to thrive on that. Pace is another thing on the offensive side. To keep the pace up. Look, when they do iso ball and they bog down, that's when I think the offense gets off track. But when when they have when they are playing at a high pace, they are hitting on all cylinders. Attack the paint on both ends. I've said that throughout the entire season. They are so much better when they attack the paint offensively, when they're attacking the paint defensively. Scoring, rebounding. They're a nightmare matchup because, again, one thing the Pels have, they have the outside scoring, but they have size and athleticism. They have to have this ball movement. Ball movement has been key for them all season long, and it has to be, especially in these last three games where, again, things are going to tighten up. They just are. Things are going to tighten up. You don't want to see the iso ball, as I mentioned, okay? The, the, the Pels are at their best when they share the basketball, when the pace is high, when that worried about, again, one guy going one-on-one and get everybody getting out of the way. I think they're at their best when, they're, again, they're giving up the good shot with a great shot. It's beautiful basketball when they're doing that. On the defensive end, look, don't think that CP3 has not heard all, all that's been bantered about about him, what happened in game four, worst performance, Okay, um, 
the, 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 the you know, to me, this is even going to be more of, of a, a pressure on Alvarado and Jones. They finally wore him down in, in game four. You saw it. Because, again, before that, I didn't think they were making much of a dent. But they did. They, they, again, the, the defensive alignment that, that uh, Willie Green put in place, along, again, with Jones with his size leaning on, on CP3 and then Alvarado with his speed, they have to continue to harass CP3, who's going to be on a mission the next three games. I can promise you this, okay? Can't, get, can't let Aiton and, and, and McGee not get challenged in the paint. So, again, I go back to team defense once again because that's going to be their go-to. They're going to try to be able to get in the paint and, and, and to be able to, again, get the Pels in foul trouble, get to the line. Also, again, I can't forget about Larry Dance and how great he has played for this team thus far. To me, he's got to continue to be active coming off the bench. He's done so much for this team around the rim, whether it's scoring, tapping the ball out, rebounding, defending. Um, again, he's, he's been – and look, I told you guys when, when the trade was made, he was the underrated part of this trade. A guy that, again, that does not need the ball to be effective. He's not a ball-dominant player. He does every, all the little things for you on top of, again, being a seasoned veteran who has, again, helped these young players along in their maturation process. And then it comes what happened in game, game four. And, and Monty planted a seed, right? Especially going back to Phoenix for at least two games. Called out the officials at the game four because of free throw discrepancies. Now, look, I talked about it yesterday. The number of fouls committed, not the number of shots. The number of shots up until game four were pretty much even at the free throw line. There was a huge discrepancy. There's no doubt about it. But the Pels were the aggressor. And if you're an aggressive team, you're taking the ball to the rim, and you're being aggressive, in a lot of cases you're going to get the call, and especially at home. But ladies and gentlemen, you cannot tell me you've looked at the four games of this series and it has been lopsided in terms of the Pels, in terms of the calls. If anything, I'll flip it. And say, again, there have been a lot of faux calls out there. You know, again, Crowder been baiting and flopping all season, all, all series long. Okay? The Pelicans can't get sucked into that, especially now where, again, the official's antenna's up, right? But that's been happening all, all, all series long. And, and the benefit of the doubt on a lot of calls have not gone the Pels' way. That's just being honest. I'm not trying to be a homer here. So you have to be even more on your game tonight. Again, and really for the rest of the series, it's the best of three at this point. You cannot get in, get sucked in, okay, to, again, the, the baiting and the flopping of Crowder and others. You, you can't let, again, Monty's calling out of the officials and officials now maybe, again, giving a little bit of a break to the Suns, who, again, I think have gotten more breaks than most in this series because they are the veteran team. They are the number one seed. Remember us talking about it in game one? Again, an eight seed going into a, in, in, onto a, a one seed's court. You think you're getting a call? You're not getting anything. You've got to earn that. Now, I will say this. The Pels have earned the right to get those calls the way they have played in the series thus far. And, again, being the physical team, being the aggressive team, that, that, that goes a long way in, in the playoffs. They figured out how to play playoff basketball in terms of the physicality. That goes a long way in their favor. But the officials are human. And, and, again, I would not be surprised if we see more calls going their way, especially after Monty got a fine and calling them out. But you've got to continue to be the aggressor. Don't let the Suns get you off your game, and don't be worried about the officiating. Put your head down and go play basketball. 
lastly, again, to me, it's it, it, it's what got them where they are today. And yes, you could say they have stars on this team with with McCollum and 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 Brandon Ingram, and to a lesser extent, um, uh, uh, Valanciunas. You got some young players on on the rise when you start talking about Jones, you know, and and and, and others. You got some veterans like Nance. We go into the, the the lineup all you want. This team, in order for them to win this series, needs a total team effort. That means scoring, defense, rebounding. It means high basketball IQ. Look, it's not by accident the Pels are 2-2 two and two in this series. They have earned every single game they've won. And they've gotten better. They've learned from their mistakes. The coaching staff has been spectacular in terms of, again, their adjustments, their game plan, understanding what needs to be done. But I go back to, again, the high basketball IQ of this team to be able to, again, Execute what the what the coaching staff has, has has put out for them to do. Something that again I'll say. When I look at the history of professional basketball here in New Orleans, especially again the second time around with Hornets slash Pelicans, been a lot of teams that either ignored their coach, went and did their own thing, or had no idea how to execute what just was put out for them on 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 the uh, on the whiteboard. The Pels again have played their way to two and two. And they have as good a chance as any to win this series. If they follow the game plan, and most importantly, especially when you get in to a, again, best of three with two on the opposing team's home court, composure. Got to stay composed. Can't get baited into, again, playing these side games with, 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 the, uh, with the Suns. Stay with the game plan. And I'm telling you right now, I, I would not have thought this as, as again, this series began but they have a damn good chance of winning this thing and moving into the next round. And for a team that's gone through everything they've gone through, the adversity they've had to go through this season, that is remarkable. As I've said before, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lanyap. Every single game that they play from this point forward is Lanyap. It's been that way since the play-in tournament all the way through because this is not the year, ladies and gentlemen. This is not the year they're going to win an NBA championship, but this is the year where they set the foundation going forward for this program, going forward for this franchise. Where, again, they have the confidence to know, again, they've been in the playoff series. They played in the tough series against, again, one of the tougher teams and not one of the better teams in the NBA. And either a chance to be able to get out of this series or take them down to the wire. And it comes with experience. In the NBA, it's, it's a stepping stone. You take a step almost every season, depending on where you are. Now, some do a meteoric rise, right? But you still got to be able to get into those series and be able to figure out what NBA playoff basketball is about. And believe me, when you get into a best of three to end the series, it's Katie bar the door, okay? It, and again, it is a knockdown, drag-out fight. It's going to be a barroom brawl because neither team wants to go home at this point. So I'm so proud of this Pelican team, so proud of this coaching staff. I'm, again, I give kudos to David Griffin and, 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 and Trey Langdon, uh, Trajan Langdon. Uh, Swin Cash for putting together this team, especially under some adverse circumstances. Look, nobody was buying in to what, to what David Griffin was selling at the beginning of this season, especially with the situation with Zion, that distraction all season long, to be able to make the deals that were made in the offseason and make the deals that were made within the season, to be able to put this team together now, a team that truly loves each other, that plays for each other, that we've seen this culture change. Look, we saw this with the Saints, and this is a mirror image. New coach comes in, culture change gets the buy-in, gets a few players that are, again, that are at the top of their game, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're on your way. 
They're on their way. They're on their way. Now, can they win this series? Got as good a chance as any. But they got to do the things that you need to do, especially as a young club, to get it done. And I got I got to tell you what. Hopefully, we're talking about a game five win tonight, coming back to the Smoothie King Center for an elimination game for the for the for the Suns and, and not the Pels. But can't wait, cannot wait, cannot wait. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some LSU. We want to find out what Mike Scarborough has to say about the LSU um, quarterback situation, what he saw on Saturday at the spring game. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You know, I always talk to you about, again, service and, and of course, the opportunity to have Burkhardt come out. And when your AC is down, getting you up and running. But, again, if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, man, have Burkhardt at least come out and give you a price. Look, the, the prudent thing to do is to get multiple prices from different companies just to kind of compare and contrast. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about the service, again, after the sale that I've been telling you about for decades now. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Never gouge you, never cheat you. But then, of course, the state-of-art equipment they're going to use to measure your home. Again, um, the, the, the brands that they're authorized to sell to you, some of the top brands in the industry. Remember, can service all brands out there. And then you'll find out what the difference is with Burkhart. You know, the honesty, the attention to detail, treating your home like their home. Uh, again, understanding, again, that, you know, if you're a business, working around your, your situation to be able to, so that you can stay open and continue to, to, to make money. This is what Burkhardt does. They, they have flexibility to be able to work with their customers. And, of course, years and decades of, again, experience to be able to make, again, in a flawless transition from one system to the next. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating in the market for a new system? Make a call to them. Give them a call. See, again, what the difference is between Burkhardt and the rest of them. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com acpromise.com Inside New Orleans if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com This report is sponsored by eBay Motors Ray Maliazzi here. I don't cook much, but when I need ingredients for my car, eBay Motors has 122 million options. So whether I toasted my transmission or cooked my clutch, eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Also, look out for delays on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Clearview. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side right at Canal Boulevard and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also, look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from just pet from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And also look out for an accident Laurel Street at Louisiana Avenue. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. 
Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Don't forget about the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May the 8th. Two weeks of incredible food, fun, arts and crafts, music, and of course, some great bands as well, like The Who. Who will be at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, along with Stevie Nicks, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Luke Combs, Lionel Richie will be there, Jimmy Buffett, Erica Badu. Willie Nelson, the Black Crows, Charlie Wilson, Nora Jones, Laura Daigle, uh, Billy Strings, Trombone Shorty is going to be in the house, Buddy Guy, Ludacris, Cool in the Gang, Randy Newman, Galactic, The Meters, also Ivan Neville, the Soul, uh, Soul Rebel, Cyril Neville, uh, Kermit Ruffins, the Preservation uh, Hall Jazz Band, Nicholas Payton, Buster Rhymes, Irma Thomas, and so much more. Uh, brought to you by Shell. It is the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Get your tickets now, Friday, April 29th through May 8th. Uh, be in that number for the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Yeah, you're right. Finally back. And, of course, um, uh, looking forward to uh, another great weekend here in New Orleans. Uh, we've hit it out the park the last few weekends in terms of, again, tourism and couldn't have come at a better time for the hospitality industry, which has been suffering in the aftermath of, of uh, the pandemic, uh, multiple hurricanes, et cetera. Uh, 
So, again, good to be able to get back on, on some solid footing with um, the hospitality industry as well. All right, let's head up to Baton Rouge. It was a big weekend in Baton Rouge. Obviously, the Tigers um, uh, on the diamond and also on the gridiron. Uh, to break it down for us, one of the best we have in the entire state. And I've said this so many times, and a lot of you guys are, are, are getting the message. Um, you may have been a subscriber to Tiger Bait in the past, maybe love to get on the message board, etc. But uh, this is not the Tiger Bait of the past. This is the new and improved uh, Tiger Bait that is bringing you more information on LSU athletics than you've ever seen. Uh, between their digital platforms, what they're doing in terms of, of video, uh, it's second to none. Uh, and, of course, Mike Scarborough is leading, uh, leading the way on that um, with, with, again, the great site, TigerBait.com, and he joins us on the program now. Mike, how are you? I'm glad to be with you. Thanks for the nice words, Eric. Mike, it's true, man. You, I mean, again, you're knocking it out the park every single day. The, the stuff that you did on the spring game was absolutely outstanding. Well, I appreciate it, man. We're, uh, you know, it's, it's one of these deals where uh, the, the technology and the things that you can do, it's, it's – um, uh, you, you stay on top of it, and it gives you new ways to deliver uh, content to your to, to the end user. Well, you guys are, are doing a great job, and of course, it's great content. Uh, some also, again, oh, you know, great when, when you guys you guys you're there, you you're you're plugged in, so you have great information uh, for your subscribers as well. Tell us about how folks can subscribe. It's so easy, and you make it so easy for anybody to, again, especially a first timer, to get involved. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. You can try the site for a week for $1, and if you don't like it, you simply uh, can cancel, uh, make it easy for you. Um, and uh, But, you know, we, we have like a 96% retention rate, so our subscribers are happy with the product. And so, and I always tell everybody, choose the uh, annual package. It's less expensive than doing the monthly. And uh, you, you're, you get, you're basically getting three months free when you choose the annual option. And, uh, of course, on our YouTube channel, we just hit another milestone. We, uh, we're adding, uh, you know, <laughs> almost a, a thousand uh, new subscribers a, a month Amazing. in this clip right now. And so our, our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait, we're loading a lot of stuff there. And um, I'm compiling a schedule right now where I'm about to hit the road uh, for spring football practices and spring games and scrimmages. Uh, to go uh, scout high school kids that uh, LSU's mm-hmm. in pursuit of, and so we'll be bringing all that content to you. Beautiful. Let's start with the with the spring game. Mike, it was a different format than what we've seen in the past, and and it was kind of hard, you know, for a guy like Jaden Daniels to, to be able to kind of kind of be able to critique him based on again his play, where it was maybe a little bit easier for a Miles Brennan or, or a Nussmeyer uh, to be able to maybe critique them because they were getting the ball downfield. With that said. Uh, I was impressed with with with, with Brennan, you know, his, his um, a tactician that he was, moving the team down the field. But I got to be honest with you, I, I, and I almost kind of had, had to check myself. I almost felt even more impressed with what I saw out of Nussmeyer on, on Saturday. From what I understand from talking to you and others, this is what the Nussmeyer has been doing throughout the entire spring. He's been impressive. Yeah, and and here's the thing, I, I you know, and look, the I, the spring game isn't necessarily the end-all, be-all for what the LSU coaching staff is going to judge each quarterback on. However, the way Nussmeyer played in that game, I thought beforehand, you know, before the spring game, that I thought in the next couple of weeks we'd be watching the transfer portal, that I, that I thought, you know, was thinking maybe Nussmeyer might put his name in there. But I think 
after his performance on Saturday, he probably thinks I can win the job. I'm sticking around. <laughs> so I, I certainly um, think he's got a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, have have the odds all of a sudden gone up that uh, all four quarterbacks will be there in August? Well, and, and Mike, look, look, Kelly even kind of said a little bit of it when he when he, when, he, when you guys interviewed him after the um, after the scrimmage um, that. He's not going to let anybody know, including the quarterbacks in the room, who's got the edge here. He, I mean, he's got a hedge against somebody jumping in that transfer portal or multiple players jumping in that transfer portal. And, and then, of course, they go from four quarterbacks that can play to maybe one or two. So I think he's going to hold things very, very close to the vest as long as he can. Uh, with that said, I don't think Walker Howard's going anywhere. I think, he's, he's again, he's going to come off the injury. He's going to redshirt. Uh, it's about keeping those other three here uh, at LSU. And I don't know if you can keep all three. Uh, but, again, the further we get down the road here, the harder it is for one of these guys to transfer out. Well, yeah, but, you know, but you got a May 1st deadline to put your name in the portal in order to be eligible right. for, for, next, for the 22 next season. Next season. Right. Yeah. So, um, I only wish that Walker Howard would have gotten a, a, another series but with the ones – Mm-hmm. I think probably he got gypped on Saturday. I still maintain that I think of the four quarterbacks, he's the most – he's got the brightest future. Yes. Um, but I think – and then Jaden Daniels of the four quarterbacks, like I've thought since day one of spring, is the uh, the, the the least accurate passing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he's in last place in the quarterback battle. I, um He's extremely athletic. I, I get, you can see I, that. I get the feeling if you, I get the feeling if you poll the LSU staff, half mm-hmm. of them might say he's got a slight lead. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. I said this as we opened up. It was hard for me to judge him because every time he took off the run, they, they blew the whistle, and it was pretty much the thing. The, the, you know, the um, the play was dead. So I mean that, and his attribute, biggest attribute is his ability to be able to move. Yeah, and um, and I and I keep saying it, and it's, and it's I think it's true is. You know, it, of course, what this does on Twitter and message boards, our YouTube comments section, our Tiger Den premium message board on Tiger Bait, the, the folks that uh, are, you know, in the Miles Brennan camp are, are the most militant about him being the guy, and uh, they'll, they'll get fiery and, and, and uh, tempers flaring uh, if you argue against it. One, one big um, key, obviously, to the – to the success of this team is going to be the offensive line. And it looks like right now they're trying to figure that out. Based on what you've seen and the time that you've seen spring, uh, the spring game, who do you think are going to be the, the top five? Well, I, I think, look, what Will Campbell has done at left tackle is, is fantastic. Um, and then you get, um, you know, left guard, you got shorts, uh, yeah, Charles Turner, of course, at, at center had the one bad uh, snap. Uh, you know what? You know when Deliger's one hundred percent, what position is he at? Um, of course, Cam Wired now at right tackle, and um, and then you got uh, you know other guys in, in the mix as well. Uh, you know, obviously, you know Miles Frazier, um, Martinez. Cardell Thomas, Doomerville. Right. But I, I think, you know, at some point, does, does Frazier start making his move and stake his claim? 
What about the tight end position? We heard um, uh, Kelly uh, point out Cole Taylor, but what about behind him? Well, you got Mashburn, and then they've uh, Nick Stores about halfway through spring practice was out there, you know, participating. He's back, so you know. Then you've got the true freshman that'll be there in June. Um, there's got to be a kid in the portal that, that, that we're going to be hearing about soon. I just believe there's got to be. As far as the wide receiver position, it's probably one of the, the strongest uh, position on, on the offense. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I, I think that position with Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas, um, you know, Besh, uh, Dre Jenkins, Kyron Lacey didn't have that good of a spring game, but, uh, you know, he's the guy that they're excited about. Uh, Hilton's ready to make the next step. And then you'll get Butte back, uh, you know, still out there with his foot in the boot. Um, that 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 group, wide receiver and defensive line, are the two strongest groups on the football team. I agree 100. Uh, percent I'm, I'm going to glaze over defensive line because I think it's a given. That's that's one of the strengths of the team. Talk to me about the linebacker position and the secondary, and, and again, how you think they fared during the spring, and and of course in the spring game as well. Well, uh, you know, Mike Jones, uh, I, I think he's going to be dialed in and he's going to find his way uh, with the new staff. And, um, you know, Wes Weeks is a guy that's uh, looking real good. Greg Penn had a good spring. Um, yep. We know what Baskerville can do. Right. So, I mean, you, you, you've, got, you've got some real answers there. And then, of course, you'll get Harold Perkins in the summer, the, uh, the five-star mm-hmm. out of Texas who will, who will show up. Yep. You concerned about the secondary? A lot of people believe that yeah. they're they're okay at safety. It's just the corners right now where, where there's still a question mark. Do you believe it's the entire uh, secondary that's the question mark, or is it just the corners? Uh, I think it's both. But you know, uh, one thing that uh, coach have, has have always said, uh, one thing that'll make your corners look a lot better than they are is if you've got pressure off the edge. And so, if Ali Gay and Ojalari and, and uh, Quincy Wiggins and Savion uh, Jones and others uh, can can get that going. I think that can help those guys. I think the safeties are, are you know probably a little undersized, but um, then, but then you got some big corners. So um, you know, not seeing Bernard Converse out there throughout the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking about a first team All Big Twelve corner. Um, I think that's part of why people are, are, are a little still nervous because you didn't see him, but he's supposed to be back in, in, in 100% by mid-June or early June. So we'll see. Mike, you've seen a lot of LSU football. You've, you've, you, again, you've broke down a lot of these spring uh, practices and leading into the fall. The, 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 when you look at this team as a whole, in, in terms of, again, the strength of the, of the roster, how good this roster is, Compare and contrast to, to, to other previous years for the audience, if you would. Well, look, I, it, it's obviously not deep, but one of the you know one thing that nobody's really talking about. One of the positives coming out of spring is there there was no catastrophic injuries. There's nobody that was lost for, for that, that won't be able to play for the 22 season because of something that happened during spring football. So that's probably one of the biggest pluses coming out of spring. So. If they can maintain that, get all the freshmen in there, and avoid the injury bug, which the injury bug we saw at LSU the previous two years 
was was the craziest I've seen. Yes. So, look, he's, you know, if the NCA ends up saying in the summer that they're going to get another 25 plus seven, I, I think they can get healthy in a hurry. And, mm-hmm. and look, it's not just LSU that's got, has number problems. Uh, I haven't really compared across the whole SEC right. to see how bad LSU is compared to others. But they're not the only ones that, that, that are struggling. And even some that are maybe in better shape, uh, the, the margin probably isn't much if, if an injury bug hits a particular team. So um, I don't know. I, I think if they can stay healthy, I think the coaching is there. The discipline yes. is there. Uh, the kids are bought, have bought in. I think they're having fun. Uh, what we're seeing from these kids physically, uh, the way they look, um, I think that's a big part of it. And then, you know, so part – Part of projecting what the one loss record might be is usually okay. Well, what year is it, and uh, uh, what are the home games? What are the mm-hmm. away games? Yep. But then when you look at those away games, it usually make you add another loss to your total. You know, Auburn uh, doesn't look like uh, they've got it figured out. That that looks like a dumpster fire. Napier will be, will be in his first year. Uh, that Texas A&M team that. Uh, for whatever reason, their, their fan base is the most delusional I've ever seen. Uh, you know, that's a team that uh, lost to LSU last season with how many walk-ons on the field? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I wouldn't bet against LSU in that last game in College Station. Uh, maybe I'll think different then, but uh, I'm still not sold on the Jimbo and the job he's doing. I don't care how good his recruiting classes are ranked. Let's shift gears to baseball real quick. What about uh, three, three, four minutes left? Um, LSU taking on UNO here in New Orleans. That's going to be on, on uh, here on 106.1 FM uh, tonight, 6.30, uh, first pitch, 6.15 pregame. And there's a three-game set with Georgia. Uh, right now, uh, there are, what are they, 20th in the coaches' poll, 22nd in D1 baseball. Perfect Games got them 20, 22nd, and College Baseball's got them 27th in, in, in their rankings. Um what do you think about this team now going into this um, series with Georgia? Well, you know, obviously at home you want to win two out of three, but what happens if they, sure. they, they somehow would get another sweep? Um, you know, that would be huge. But, um, you know, it's I think this LSU baseball team's going to continue to probably be uh, herky-jerky, they look great, mm-hmm. and then uh, get swept or only win one when you think they, they, they should absolutely win two out of three. Um, I think it's going to be a one-step forward, one-step back, two-step forward, two-step back. I, I just think that that's going to kind of be the yo-yo that, that you're on with this team. Any, any chance, again, of hosting a regional in, in, in Baton Rouge? Again, look, I know the NCAA would like to be there because they're going you know, to be a full house, et cetera, tradition. Um, but as we get into close to this SEC tournament, what are the chances in your mind? Well, I, I, think, it's, I, think, I think it's difficult because of how tough the schedule is going to be getting uh, coming up mm-hmm. here. Right. Um, so, uh, but I, I think they can host, a, 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 they can absolutely be a host for a, a sub-regional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can they can they get to the point where they're hosting a super? You know, you're only one game back of second place in the West, right? So, 
it's really kind of a wait and see thing to see how how they really fare during, during this last part of the season, in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, you got Ole Miss, Vanderbilt left. Um, right. You know, some toughies, and 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 in Georgia, you know, they're 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 highly ranked too. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Mike, once again, fantastic job with the site. Tell folks about it so they can get out there and become part of it. You, you, you can't look for a dollar for a week, okay, to be able just to check it out uh, is, is a great deal. But tell us all about it. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. We want to have you if you're an LSU fan. I think you'll really enjoy the site. You'll get text alerts for breaking news. Uh, you're about to get loaded with a lot of recruiting stuff between spring eval period, June camps. And, um, of course, we, uh, we cover baseball. Our Brian Lazard does a great job covering uh, uh, baseball. And um, so you get our newsletters, the, the, the whole ball of wax. And, and um, if you're an LSU fan, I think you'll, you'll really like the website. And, we're, by the way, we're about to uh, – uh, we, we, we've actually got some scoop coming on that five-star quarterback, Dante Moore, who visited okay. this weekend. So – uh, we'll have something on that either this evening or it, definitely by first thing in the morning. So we got some stuff coming on him. And of course, they can follow you on social media. How? At Scarborough Mike on Twitter, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait, and uh, just type in TigerBait.com into the search box box on Facebook, and you can find us there. Hit the like button on Facebook, subscribe, notification bell on YouTube, and you'll get everything. Mike, as always, man, appreciate your time. Check in with you next week. All right, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Mike Scarborough, TigerBeat.com. Hey, don't forget, you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generators are their business. That's right. Single-day install for you. They have generators in their, uh, in, their, in, their, in their compound, in their warehouse, in Mandeville, right now, waiting to install in your home or your business. So, again, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, put it in, and, and, of course, a single-day install. Financing available generators, you can pay that over time. You don't have to come with all that money up front. And then, of course, do a check out the one month they do that for everything they install for their customers as part of their customer service pledge then when you talk about service after the sale second to none 24 7 365 emergency service warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need when it comes to generator sales and service man you got to go with burkhardt they're the experts acpromise.com acpromise.com Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. 
The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Check it out, Limu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. (laughs) Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Limu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Need new wiper blades? Not sure which ones to buy? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts can help. We'll show you options for your specific car and even install them for free. Right now, save $10 per pair on Bosch Focus wiper blades plus earn double O rewards points. There's no better time to replace your wiper blades. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Cheers to 30 years. The New Orleans Wine and Food Experience is celebrating 30 years for a good cause. Join us June 7th through 12th for wine dinners at Vanola, our high-end wine tasting event at the Four Seasons Hotel, and at our grand tastings with wines from around the world and food from New Orleans' finest chefs. Let loose at our burlesque show or our drag show or both. Tickets are available now at nowfee.com. Must be 21 to attend. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Vehicle is not running correctly. You're out of warranty with the uh, dealership. Bring it over to Southern Tire. Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. Of course, the best deals on tires as well. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches and financing is available. Oh, again, don't forget about your damaged rims. They can take care of those as well. Uh, ASC certified technicians and, of course, the Piazza family standing behind their work. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Cash with you to 6. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. 
Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, hot, hot. Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella.
Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Each and every weekday afternoon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base for all podcasting platforms, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, you can always contact me via email, eric at ericasher.com, or just go directly to the website. There's a portal there where you can reach out. Uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Ro Brown, legendary legendary sportscaster um, and uh, sports personality, joins us on the program. Thursday, 1 o'clock, live broadcast on LAE. Also live streaming on the LAE TV YouTube page. Six, six, you might want to set the DVR this week. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I want to set the DVR this week with so much going on on Thursday. You know, a draft, uh, game six, NBA playoffs. 6 p.m. on LAE, 10 p.m. on the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So if you can't catch one of the rebroadcasts, set the DVR. Uh, but Roe Brown's going to be a great guest. Looking forward to having him. I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us in hour number one. And, uh, of course, coming up in just uh, about less, less than a minute will be Ross Jackson, who does a great job with the Locked on Saints podcast and also uh, with uh, Saints Wire. And then we'll finish up with Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Fletcher's going to talk some Pels with us. He'll talk the draft, talk some uh, Zurich Classic, all that coming up here on the show in hour number two. So without further ado, let's jump into it, man. Let's get some great information out of Ross Jackson, who does a great job, again, for uh, Saints Wire as part of SI. It's still ringing, okay. And, and then, of course, also uh, with um, uh, with uh, the Locked on Saints podcast. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at uh, Dave Miet Insurance. You know, Dave was at it again today. <clears throat> I had a, pardon me, I had a um, an insurance question for him and literally, again, couldn't get him on the phone, just gave him a text and let him know what I needed. Within the hour, I had the information. Within the hour, I had the information. If you're not getting that kind of customer service, from, from your insurance agent, well, you need to go try mine. Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, now's the time to make sure you got sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season, uh, whether that be your homeowner's insurance or, again, your flood insurance. You also might want to take, again, a look at those flood maps. Uh, Dave can help you with that to tell you what you're going to anticipate going forward with, again, the, the flood insurance going up in, in so many areas within our metropolitan area. Uh, it's a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs, but the service after the sale is the most important. Being there for you when you have to file a claim, walking you through it, helping you, and, of course, giving you the right coverage to protect you and your family, uh, you know, from, from hazards they, that can happen in everyday life. Whether, again, it's, uh, it's storms or, again, accidents that can happen around your home or your business. Uh, Want to save? Call Dave. 504-556-0809. His website is a one-stop shop. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. And his office is on Veterans Deck to Shogun. And if you'd like, you can set up an appointment with him, sit down with him face-to-face, and go over all your insurance needs. Uh, why don't you check out my insurance agent, who does a fantastic job for me and my family. It's Dave Miet Insurance. Want to save? Call Dave, 504-556-0809. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us in the program now from uh, Saints Wire, from Locked on Saints podcast, doing a fantastic job breaking down your New Orleans Saints. Ross Jackson joins us on the program. Ross, how are you? Hey, buddy, doing great. How are you? Am I coming through okay? Coming through just fine, just fine. Good to, good, good to have you back on the program as always, my friend. And, I mean, look, 
New Orleans is, is all a buzz, right? You've got the, the Pelicans uh, again, game five tonight, game six on Thursday night. Unknown again the time on that. It could be coincided with when the Saints are picking in the first round at 16 and 19. And then, of course, the Saints draft this weekend, which is huge again for the future of this franchise. And, and Ross, so many people are now, as you, you know, this last week of, of misinformation and disinformation, so much, uh, you know, coming out of the national media on again where the Saints may go. Uh, even myself looking at this now, you know, uh, like a third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, you start thinking, okay, what if the tackle's not there? What if the wide receiver's not there? Where do they go then? What do they do? Could they really trade back since they've never done that before? Or will they trade up for a quarterback? Brought you on here today, again, to kind of get folks ready for the draft, to kind of get your take on where you think they are in terms of, again, uh, their preparation for the draft and the direction they may go. Yeah, so I think that when it comes to 16 and 19, there's a couple of different scenarios that can play out, right? As we know, the NFL draft can happen, you know, any which way, and no one ever knows exactly which way it's going to go. But when it comes down to sort of best-case scenario for the New Orleans Saints, you're wanting to see, as a Saints fan, the Saints go on the clock at 16 with two of the top four tackles and two of the top four wide receivers left on the board. If that happens, then the New Orleans Saints have just about every possible outcome that would give them immediate impact starters at 16 and 19 available to them right off the bat. Then they can walk away with a tackle and then still be in a good position to walk away with one of those top four receivers, even if either the Chargers at 17 or the Eagles at 18 end up going that direction. So for the Saints, as long as they can end up with a pair of each of those guys on the board at each of those positions on the board at 16, and they're in really, really good shape. All right, let, let, let the tackle first because a lot of people believe they'll be doing that at 16. Give me your top four. Give me the two you think may be available when they pick at 16. So the top four for me when it comes to the tackle class here in 2022's draft are uh, Alabama's Evan Neal, NC State, Ike Okonu, and then, of course, you have Trevor Pinning out of Northern Iowa and then Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. I think the two that are possible to still be there at 16 for New Orleans would be Charles Cross out of Mississippi State and Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Both of them have a little bit of development to do. They're both younger prospects, though, so they have the time to be able to get all of that done. It's not a situation like with Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan, who's going to be 24 years old by the time that he graduates. There's still time for these guys at 22, 21 years old to be able to learn their new system, develop, get better. And so I think that, you know, the Saints who have Doug Marone in the building now as their new offensive coordinator bringing, excuse me, uh, offensive line coach bringing him back after he had previously served as offensive coordinator many years ago, gives them an opportunity to really lean into development for some of those prospects. And if either of those two guys are still on the board at 16 and they're in a really, really good spot, I would probably put, um, I would probably say Charles Cross above Trevor Penning for me. Charles Cross is kind of built like Willie Rope, who was drafted, you mm-hmm. know, almost or at least the trade that led to them being drafted yes. um, to, to them being able to draft Willie Rope happened just uh, basically a couple of days ago, a few years ago. So they're in a really, right. really good place if they have those two guys left on the board or really either of the two. And they're in a good shape at the tack position anyway. If one of these guys could not come in and start immediately, James Hurst is, is a guy that, again, as a, as a pro, uh, that you could kind of spoon feed these guys if you, if you want. But, you, if you're picking 16, you're looking for a plug-and-play guy. Right, yeah. And this is, this is a conversation about 
at that point for them within their war room, they're having a conversation around, are we looking for the guy that can be the left tackle of the future? Or are we looking for a guy that could be a left tackle for the next couple of years? And if they're comfortable with the guy that could be the left tackle for the next couple of years, then they're in a good position to move ahead with James Hurst there, who could absolutely plug in and do it. He did it for three games last year. He worked with Jameis Winston. They spent time in training camp together when Jameis would work with the second team and all that when the quarterback competition was going on. And so they're in a, they're, they would be in sort of that conversation there. I think personally that they would lean towards, if any of those top four tackles are on the board for them at 16, they would lean towards the tackle of the future as opposed to just the tackle for now. And let's talk wide receiver. Your top four receivers and the two you think may be there when they pick at 19. So for me, the top four include uh, Alabama's Jamison Williams, both the Ohio State guys, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And then I go to Arkansas's Traylon Burks next, with Jahan Dotson being a close five. I know for a lot of people, Drake London is up there. But I'm not really feeling what Drake London is bringing to the table right now, especially with him, you know, sitting out a bunch of drills over the course of the offseason, just allowing questions to be unanswered. That's something that makes you feel a little bit shaky towards him. But for the Saints, I think those other top four guys, especially those two Ohio statewide receivers, are really near, should be near the top of their draft boards in terms of possibilities at 16 or 19, honestly. Right, and and if it came down to the two, that, that who's who's more likely to be able to be their pick? Who would you like to see them pick? Williams falls a little bit because he's coming off of that ACL injury that he suffered in the national championship right. game. We got some video. We've seen good reports on him, of course, but you're never going to see bad reports on a guy that's you know trying to recover and keep his draft stock and everything like that. But he could certainly be there. But my sort of. Um, I guess best-case scenario for the Saints would be to have either one of those two Ohio State wide receivers on the board at 16, mm-hmm. and ideally for them to be able to walk away with Chris Olave. Whether they took him at 16 or they waited around until 19, because maybe they felt good about right. the tackle, tackle prospects there. However it all falls out, I would love to see them walk away with uh, Chris Olave on that, on that offense. All right, let me throw a monkey wrench here. Uh, all of a sudden, okay. again, there's a run on the tackles. They're not there, okay? Now, you know, you're looking at the fifth-best tackle. Um, where do the Saints go? Do they look defensive tackle for a guy like a Jordan Davis? Do they look at another position, maybe, again, a safety position? Do they draft the wide receiver at 16 and maybe 19 and maybe move down to try to be able to acquire some other picks? What do you think happens there? That, that scenario is, again, the tackle you want that you think can be plug-and-play is not there at 16. Yeah, I think you start with wide receiver at 16, and then I could easily see the Saints go over to the defensive side at 19, whether it's interior defensive line with, you mentioned Jordan Davis or his, you know, interior defensive tackle mate there in uh, Devontae Wyatt would be a great option yeah, for them as yeah, well. That's hyper athletic, a little bit more of a three tech pass rusher as opposed to Jordan Davis, who is very athletic, but is really going to end mm-hmm. up being more like a nose tech, excuse me, a zero tech kind of nose tackle at the mm-hmm. next level. So I think that you know I could see them go wide receiver at 16, and then at 19 go with either one of those defensive tackles, or maybe jump a little bit early into the safety market since that's a big need for them here after this offseason. And, and if they, if that was the safety market, is Kyle Hamilton available at 16 or 19? Listen, if Kyle Hamilton's available at 16, hard up from airline you, drive. You run to the podium, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, you you sprint there. You beat Roger Goodell to the podium if you can. I mean, right. that would be an absolute steal for them because that's a guy you can play on your defense. And, you know, you you know what Dennis Allen likes in terms of mm-hmm. the, you know, ability to be able to move pieces around and utilize 
uh, players from a bunch of different areas and a bunch of different perspectives. So I think that that would be a fantastic fit for them. Uh, but, 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 but not likely, right? Oh, yeah. Not likely. Oh, yeah, not likely. Yeah, not likely that he's going to be available at that point. So more realistically would be Michigan's Dax Hill, or you might go mm-hmm. a little bit early for a guy like Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State who would be a really good versatile fit as well, and you just want to get a fifth-year option on him. So you look at him right. at 19, or you could potentially end up in a situation there to where you want to trade back. But as you mentioned earlier, the Saints haven't traded back since 2007 was the last time that they did it. So I don't see them going right. that route again. But again, if you're looking at the value on some of these picks and, and you can't get your guy, it may be something that ultimately to pick up some extra picks you may want to do, especially because remember, you gave away a first and second round pick next year. Uh, you know, for, for, I mean, first, second, first pick next year and then the second pick the, the, the year after that. Um, let's talk quarterback because everybody wants to, wants to has the Saints getting a quarterback. I think they got a better chance of getting a quarterback in the second round, maybe jumping back at the end of the first round and getting a quarterback than taking one at 16 or 19. But just again, uh, based off again the, the the rankings where they are, possibility of the Saints take a quarterback, and if they would, where would they do it in this draft? Yeah, um, I look at them. I mean, look, this is a team that feels like they're going to be able to compete this season, right? I and agree. So if they feel like they're going to if they feel like they're going to be able to compete this season, they're not too worried about what the future draft capital is. And so I think that they need to utilize the draft capital that they have in their sort of, you know, in their grasp right now. So being able to maximize mm-hmm. those two first round picks at 16 and 19 and use mm-hmm. them as separate selections, as opposed to packaging them to move up or move around or anything like that, right. I think puts them in a much, much better situation. Now I know I got off track in your question there a little bit, but I do think that it's, it, that is the most important thing for this team right now who believes that they can. I'm compete. with you. And if they want to be able to do that, they have to build around Jameis Winston, right? That's mm-hmm. who's going to be their quarterback here in 2022, potentially 2023 as well. He's got a two-year contract, but he hasn't out after this year. But if things go well, it's hard to imagine that he won't be back in the city next year. And so I think that you give him the opportunity to be able to prove that this year. And he's talked about this before, too, just in terms of, you know, this is the first time that he's really walking into the situation knowing that he's the starting quarterback. Yes. Right? Last year he was in that quarterback competition between he and Taysom Hill and everything. The year before that, he was kind of, you know, going to the Harvard quarterbacking school, as he called the New Orleans yes. Saints, getting to work with Pete Carmichael and Drew Brees and Sean Payton and everybody that was there, Joe Lombardi at the time. And so now you have him stepping into his first year as a starter last year, working with a first-time NFL quarterback coach in Ronald Curry, who's done a phenomenal job so far and got a promotion mm-hmm. this year in the passing game coordinator. You have a sure. focus on development, which is what the Saints have shown so far with their all of their coaching hirings so far, they brought in nothing but, you know, a ton of developmental coaches, guys like Doug Marone, who are fantastic at offensive line development, Cody Burns, who's fantastic at wide receiver development. And then you have Ronald Curry, who's looking to continue to develop these quarterbacks. He got four quarterbacks ready to start last year, including a rookie. Mm -hmm. And so I think that for the Saints, utilizing the draft capital and really, really building that offense around Jameis Winston is the wisest place to go. They've spent a lot on the defensive side when it came to free agency. So I expect them to go heavy offense in the first round. And if you want to do that really, really well, maximize those picks and utilize them. Now you might move around a little bit, but you want to try to get as many of those picks in the top 50, as many of those picks in the top 100 spent in those areas. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that this has to be an off season and a draft, even though again, they've really kind of re-signed their own where yes, they're filling holes, but they're trying to get weapons for, 
Jameis Winston. Get him as many weapons as you can so that you can, again, compete at a high level uh, going into this season. And that that means, I think, a a mixture of some veterans uh, after the draft and, of course, the the best offensive weapons you can get in this draft, whether it's protecting the quarterback or giving him weapons to throw to or running back to be able to, again, complement Alvin Alvin Kamara. that's, That's been my feeling going into this all along, and I'm hoping that's the track the Saints will take. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and the running back point is one that I, I think is still really important because Alvin Kamara was supposed to have his hearing yesterday, but now it's been delayed until August. And the fact of the matter is that whatever happens in that hearing, it's not irrelevant, but it might not really matter. Like if the NFL is going to suspend him for violation of code of conduct, they're going to suspend him for the violation of code of conduct regardless of what the court of the law is. There's a court of the law and then there's a court of the NFL, and right. they don't necessarily work in concert with one another. I agree. And the other thing with this situation is if ultimately this is, is pled down to a misdemeanor, which I think it will be, okay, and, and then the civil, the, the civil thing will take its own course on, again, how that's going to be settled. No matter what, I think that, again, we know he's going to get some type of suspension. So, I mean, I think they have to right. be prepared for this going into this, and you can't count on what you have in, in, in your stable right now. You've got to upgrade it in some form or fashion. And, look, you've talked about the last few weeks we've had you on. This is not a bad running back crop in the second, third, and fourth rounds if you want to go there and choose a running back. Yeah, it's not a top-heavy crop. It's not like a, oh, gosh, they took Ezekiel Elliott at four kind of crop, but it is a right. deep one. You know, you can start probably seeing running backs go off the board in the second or third rounds, but you're going to see running backs go off the board in this year's draft in the fifth, sixth rounds in day three that are going to be impact players for their teams. Maybe not necessarily right away, mm-hmm. but they're going to develop into those guys. And so, you know, some of the later round players like Zemir White, maybe even guys like Kyrian uh, Williams out of Notre Dame, who's a phenomenal pass blocker, which will always get you out on the field as a running back in the NFL. Those guys are going to have those long-lasting running back careers because of all of the different things that they do well. You don't necessarily have to be excellent at one thing. Sometimes not having a weakness is in and of itself a strength, right? And I think that you have a lot of guys in the running in this running back class that fall under that category. Ross, this is the last time we'll have you before the draft. So throw me, give me a wild card out there. Give me a wild card player that you've been kind of keeping your eye on that think would be a great fit for this team, regardless of position, that maybe the, 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 uh, the fans should be looking for. Yeah, I'm really interested to see if the Saints are going to do anything at tight end in this draft. We know that pass catchers are a need in the New Orleans Saints offense, so that might not necessarily mean that if they decide to address pass catchers that they're only going to do it at wide receiver. They could do it at tight end as well. They're going to move Taysom Hill into a full-time sort of F-move tight end role. But then you have a couple of true Y guys in the veteran Nick Van Etten and in the, who will be now going into his third year, Adam Troutman. And then you have uh, Juwan Johnson as well, who is only in his second year after transitioning to the position in 2021. Now, I hope Juwan Johnson gets more time out there on the field. Don't get me wrong. But I also think that the Saints could potentially look at the values right at the tight end position. So a name that I would watch beyond some of the top tight ends who are out there that could absolutely be options for them, like Greg Dolchitz out of um, UCLA, who is my tight end one, for instance. I think that he is somebody, or he's one that I would watch. But another guy would be uh, Idaho State, or excuse me, Iowa State, uh, Charlie Caller, who's just, you know, a, a younger guy that doesn't get a lot of shine and is one of those guys that just 
kind of always did the played the role, did exactly what it is that he needed to do. He's a good mm-hmm. blocker, but he's also a pretty good pass catcher, and he's got some good versatility as well. So those are all guys. That's another guy that I would definitely keep an eye out on. Depending on what happens in this draft, how active do you think they'll be? Again, we the, the two names that have been bantered about from free agents for this team so far, they've met with both Jarvis Landry uh, and, and, of course, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Uh, handicap the, uh, the percentage of them maybe, again, signing both of those guys after the draft is completed. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think just for fun, I would probably say that out of those two, Jarvis Landry probably has the greater opportunity to be signed by the Saints. So if I were to put, let's say, you know, Tyron Matthew at 40%, I'd probably up Jarvis Landry to around 50 to 60%. And I think that the reason why I do that is because he has a really clear role in New Orleans, even if they do draft a wide receiver, because the Saints are going to be looking for multiple pass catchers, multiple uh, receivers uh, to add to the team or add, you know, before the season begins. So I think that I would probably put him that way. Uh, Tyron Matthew, I think, is wise to sit back and wait to see exactly what it is that Mm -hmm. the Saints and probably the Eagles do at safety in the draft to make sure that he has a role carved out for him as opposed to signing somewhere and then having that role filled after he signs his contract, which just sort of lessens the lifespan of that deal. But I I think, you know, either one of those guys ending up in New Orleans would be a big win for the Saints. All right, now, look, I know you got a big draft night coming. Tell us all about it, what you guys got planned for us. Tell us about, the, again, uh, the, the, the Saints Wire, your, your podcast, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, it's a busy, busy week. So, of course, Locked on Saints will still be out every single day, Monday through Friday, and probably in bonus episodes over the weekend because we're going to the draft. Uh, so that'll be out wherever it is you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. And speaking of YouTube, I would highly, highly recommend, if you're hearing this, to go and subscribe right now to the Locked on NFL YouTube page because we're going to have three days of live coverage of the draft. All seven rounds are going to be live the entire time, all three days, uh, to make sure that we've got everything covered for you. You'll hear from every local expert for every show, so none of this like national expert that's trying to pay attention to all 32 teams that's kind of talking a little bit about your favorite team. No, we'll have the guys that are covering your favorite team 24-7 talking about the selections as they're being made along with our own. Uh, draft experts that are going to be there, including former NFL player um, uh, Eric Crocker and analytics expert Ryan Tracy. So a lot of fun stuff there. And, of course, all the written work. John, Maddie, Dylan, Cade, and I are going to be putting out a ton of written work over at saintswire.usa.com as well. Uh, And you'll have this up on your social media pages as well so folks can can figure out where you are going to be for the draft, right? Easiest way to find everything is on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola for sure. There's so much of it. But the easiest way mm-hmm. is with that one follow. I'll get you taken care of then. Beautiful, and of course, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, uh, putting that out on my on my on my social media packages as well. So, again, you guys can uh, on those platforms, so you guys can keep up as well. Ross, thanks as thanks, always. Buddy. Fantastic to have you on the program. Looking forward to again post draft, uh, kind of checking out what the Saints do. But it's going to be a really great weekend. Yeah, they're in a really really good position here. So it'll be fun to see how they uh, make this weekend work for. Um, work for the future, right? And their future starts immediately yep. in terms of the new. It's going to be a lot of fun to keep up with all of them. There you Eric, go. Thanks, so thanks Ross. Have everybody. a great show this weekend, and we'll talk next week, my friend. Thanks, bud. See you soon. All right, that's Ross Jackson. Again, uh, Locked on Saints podcast, also Locked on NFL. Now you heard him talk about the draft, and then, of course, Saints Wire. And as I said before, Saints Wire, you can get that right to your email box, or, again, it can come right to your social media platforms uh, if you subscribe. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down. You come home, and you're home. Man, it is hot in this house. Can't get the AC going? Well, wait a minute. It's after hours. How am I going to get an AC guy on here? ACpromise.com.
acpromise.com. Call Burkhart. They have, they have someone on call right now for you. They'll get out there, get you up and running. If for some reason they can't, maybe, again, uh, uh, there's a part that's not, that's not available. Maybe, again, they just uh, they can't get you up and running. Uh, in a lot of cases, they'll, they'll put a window unit in a few uh, rooms of your home to keep you up and rolling. So, again, you can stay cool overnight. It's about customer service when it comes to Burkhart. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Whether, again, you're looking for a new system, you need an existing system, again, uh, cleaned and, and, and tuned up, or, again, you, you ultimately need to have some service, think Burkhart. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. 1061 Nash Icon wants you to imagine scoring 25K. What would you do with that money? Listen at the top of every hour between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. for our national text keywords. For your shot at 100 bucks, you win $100, you're instantly qualified for 25K. It's the 25K payday, all from the New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Audible. This spring, let Audible bring a smile with comedy, sci-fi, thrillers, or whatever you love listening to. From audiobooks to exclusive originals to podcasts, find it all on Audible. Sign up and start free at audible.com. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Bonneville to Power. In the meantime, delays are heavy if you're traveling 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. And then delays are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. 10 eastbound, excuse me, on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are heavy from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And look out for accidents. Amelia at South Claiborne, also Chef at Eastview, also Esplanade at North Claiborne, and St. Bernard at North Tonti. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. 
Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system. And you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks to Ross Jackson for joining us in the last segment. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports is our guest now. Fletch, how you doing? I am doing well, Eric. Unfortunately, my allergies are bugging me, so my throat's a little tight, so bear with me, but, uh, but all is well. Uh, so, so good to hear it. Uh, hey, Fletch, before we jump into Pels and Saints, i got to ask you, you know, again, we all know, again, the legacy of your family when it comes to golf in New Orleans. Your dad, I always call him the godfather of golf here in New Orleans. You were out at the TBC all weekend long. The scores were ridiculously low. And, of course, of course, you had, the, uh, you had the, the, some of the greatest golfers in, 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 on the PGA Tour that were participating in, in the team event. But the, the course itself, um, much more difficult, less difficult than it was when they first opened it? Was it affected by the hurricane in terms of the maybe the, the, uh, the clearing out of some trees? Um, or was it just the fact that, again, the, the weekend was set up for just these very, very low scores? Um, I, I, I didn't notice any difference on the course, and I was out there three of the four days covering it for WDSU, and I didn't notice um, – you didn't look at it and say, wow, this place looks really different – because of the damage that they got, which was really, really intense, you know, close to a thousand trees down because of Ida. Um, I think it's a little bit of the team format. Uh, you know, when guys can play best ball, I mean, that certainly is, you know, if your partner's got uh, a safe shot, you go for it. That may end up resulting in birdie instead of par. When everybody's playing their own sure. shot, it's certainly a little different. And then certain teams excel at alternate shots. Uh, you know, guys that have gone way back, like the two guys that won it, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley, uh, have known each other since high school in Southern California and maybe have a, you know, an idea of each other's game and better strategy. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think the course has gotten any easier, and I don't know if the guys like the course anymore, but I do know they like the setup, 
And I think that yep. it, it, it lends itself to it doesn't matter what course they're on now or if they like it or not, they can they can certainly figure it out in a team format like this. Yep, no doubt. Uh, appreciate that because that was one of the questions I had. I knew that, again, you know, the, the, the format, et cetera, would lend to lower scores, especially with having the best of the world there. But I was wondering about, again, the layout of the course, if it had changed, especially with the loss of trees uh, after Ida. Let's, let's talk Pels. The city's buzzing. Uh, again, this team is 2-2, two and two, best of three now, going up against the Suns. Uh, again, they, they are the Bookerless Suns, but again, the, the Pels don't have Zion. And this team is really playing at, at a very, very high level. Your expectations over the next three games? I think I should probably stop making Pelicans predictions because I predicted Suns at five. And the fact right. that we That's, are now. But, but, but so did most everybody, right? I mean, come on. Right. Nobody saw right. this really, come, uh, how they were really going to catch fire and, and play this well, but. I mean, I, I would knock myself for that. I mean, I just say that a lot of people just unexpected that the Pels would play this well. Yeah, and here's the thing. It, look, the gap between these two teams is massive. You're talking about a team that won 64 games, best record in the NBA, and a team that won 36 games and was the last team in. You know, 16 teams make the playoffs. This is a one versus a 16, basically, in your March Madness bracket, and the 16 is hanging tough right now. Um I think losing Devin Booker certainly hurt Phoenix. I mean, he's a top five player in the league this year. He's going to finish in, he may finish in the top three. I think he's going to end up finishing in the top five of the MVP voting. So losing him certainly has been a blow to the Phoenix Suns. But you're right. It's all coming together. And that's what's so exciting about this Pelicans team going into next year. And Willie Green's a rookie head coach. He's learning on the job. He hasn't done everything right, but he's learning and getting better. A, a full year of C.J. McCollum. Brandon Ingram is an electric scorer who we are seeing night in and night out is capable of 30 points, especially in crunch time like he's doing in the playoffs. You know, with Jonas Valanciunas, I mean, Herb Jones is a rookie. I understand that he went to college for four years, so he's not some 18-year-old kid, but he's still going to get better. Jose Alvarado is going to get better. Trey Murphy is going to get better. You may get Zion back. You've got a chance to go into this offseason, no matter what they do from here, with a lot of momentum and a lot of chatter about your team. Look, last year the Memphis Grizzlies were a young team on the up. They were a play-in team, just like the Pelicans. They made it to the playoffs at the eight seed, just like the Pelicans. And they won one game against the Utah Jazz. This year they're the, the number two seed in the West and a legit contender to come out of the West and get to the finals. That could be the Pelicans next year, no doubt about it. I would agree. But for, again, this particular series, based on how they have played, this could be a tough one going in, in, into Phoenix tonight because, again, they're going to be chomping at the bit to be able to try to probably get to an elimination, an elimination game here in New Orleans. What do you think it takes for them to come out with a win tonight? <clears throat> I think they need another strong performance from Jonas Valanciunas. They certainly need – look, Brandon Ingram scored 30 points in, in every game He's played recently. They're going to need another strong performance for him, and, and they're going to have to continue to pester Chris Paul. Uh, look, we saw in, in game three, he scored 19 of his 28 in the fourth quarter. You know, the other night he scores four points total. So, um, but I really think they've got to get Jonas going. That was a, a point of emphasis. It just can't all be B.I. and in, in McCollum. They need somebody else, and that was Jonas the other night taking a lot of pressure off those guys. So I think if they could duplicate what they did the other night, get Jonas going and, and frustrate Paul, it, it's a recipe for success. But let me just say this. 
you're right about the Suns being desperate. I mean, if the Suns lost this game tonight, the, the pendulum is going to shift in a big way, coming back home to a raucous Smoothie King Center to close out this series and pull off one of the greatest upsets in NBA history. Whereas if the Suns win, they, they not only give themselves the opportunity to not win game six, but they get game seven at home. So I, I think the Suns know this is the inflection point right here, that if, if they're going to if they're making it back to the finals and they want to show everybody they're the best team in the NBA, tonight is it. And if they don't, it could end up being the knockout punch to, to put away the, the Suns if you're the Pelicans. See, I agree with you. I think Valanciunas is huge tonight. I don't think you can let Aiton and, 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 and McGee rule the paint like they did in, in game three. Uh, and I, I think they obviously adjusted to that. Uh, I think you still need to harass Chris Paul. If you continue the harassment of Paul and if they can at least affect what's going on with the, with, with the five position, where, does, where do the Suns get their scoring from? Where, who else steps up here outside of maybe a guy like Cam Johnson who looks like, again, he's got a nice stroke from three-point land? Yeah, I mean, look, he struggled mightily the other night. I mean, he started right. out ice cold. So, look, Booker has been their, their scoring juggernaut, averaging yes. 27 games. Paul, we know, can score, but is not the most elite, consistent scorer. Aiton is going to give you 20, but it's not always going to be the prettiest 20. So you're right. If, if, if they can stipend Paul like they did last game, then you're going to see another big win. <laughs> and, and, again, look, maybe we can say Shamit could come in and give him some scoring. I'm just saying that without Booker there, they don't really have as many options as maybe the Pels do, which is, which is kind of you know, scary to say because you look at the, at the disparity between the records, where they ended up, et cetera. But, again, obviously the reliance on Booker this year has been a lot. Look, they got guys that can step up. Bridges can get hot for them. You know, again, we've seen, we've seen Craig at times. Uh, you know, Payne has had his, had his moments in, 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 uh, in, in uh, uh, games. But, again, the, 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 the two big ones right now are Paul and, and, and Aiton with, again, McGee coming off the bench in terms of scoring for them. And they seem to have the recipe for, again, counteracting that in, in the last game. O- on the offensive side, what does this team have to do to beat the, to beat the Suns tonight? Well, I, again, I just go back to contributions from everybody. I mean, look, the Pelicans have been yes. a top-10 offense in the NBA when their three best players play, when C.J. McCollum, B.I., and Valanciunas all play. They're top-10 in the NBA in offensive efficiency. So, to me, it's making sure all three of those guys are engaged. I went to practice the other day, and Willie Green said that was going to be a, a huge focus of what they were doing was getting Jonas Valanciunas involved because if he's not involved, they're just not as good. So, I certainly think you, – and you also can't have Ingram go ice cold tonight. I mean, he's been red hot. True. He's got to stay red hot. You know, C.J. McCollum's got to continue to chip in his 20-plus. And uh, But if the big three are going offensively, I, I think New Orleans could pull off another huge upset tonight. I do, too. And, and especially if you can get a little contribution from Murphy, you know, something from Jones as well. But, you know, again, to me, uh, moving the basketball, playing with pace, those are the two things, you know, I, I, hitting the paint, again, both on offense and defense side of the ball. When they do those things, they, they have a chance to win any game. Yeah, and look, and who's to say that a role player? Look, Trey Murphy bailed him out in some of those playing games yes. and down the stretch and was fantastic. I mean, there were a lot of people that were chomping at the bit to put him in instead of Jackson Hayes to space the floor better and get more offense. And then all of a sudden Jackson Hayes comes out and, and has a, a fantastic third quarter in game two. So 
I wouldn't be surprised if you saw an unheralded guy. I keep talking about the big three of, of B.I., B.I., C.J., and Jonas. But who's to say that Nance doesn't have an extremely mm-hmm. efficient 15 points tonight or that Trey Murphy doesn't come out and hit four three-pointers that are crucial difference-making moments for this team? Uh, so it, it could be one of those young, unsung guys that we're not even discussing right now that, that kind of catch fire tonight. But look, I think this is, you know, this is the great thing about sports is on paper, the Pelicans should be in this series, but on paper, it doesn't matter. And that's Mm -hmm. the great thing about sports. When the unexpected happens, it's awesome. And the unexpected is happening right now. Playing with house money right now. I mean, this is the, you know, you're in a best of three against the number one seed. Okay. So to me, you know, play loose, go out there and play your game, and, and, you know, it is what it is. Everything at this point has been lanyap after the play-in tournament, okay? I mean, so uh, this is just a building block for next year and beyond. But, but I mean, an opportunity to maybe advance to the second round against the number one seed, nobody would have thought that was possible. And they, they are within grasp of that, no doubt about it. Um, are you picking them tonight or are you picking the Suns tonight? If you, if you had to put your money down. If I had to put my money down, and I've been wrong so far, but if I had to put my money down, and, and not on the point spread, I know the Suns are a six-and-a-half-point sure, favorite. Right. spread. I don't think I would do that. I would put my money on Phoenix winning tonight in a close game. Okay. Let, let's shift. We only got a few minutes. I want to shift gears to the draft. Uh, this is a big week, obviously, for the New Orleans Saints. 16, 19, 49, 98, 120 in, in, in what, the first four picks. Where do you think they're going? I, I Until they don't draft a quarterback, I will say at some point, Early in the draft, they take a quarterback, and here's the reason why. Last year, there were reports from Diana Rossini, who I I know is plugged in with some of the Saints' leadership, that the Saints were trying to trade up to get one of three players. They were trying to trade up to get J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, or Mac Jones. The Saints this offseason chased Deshaun Watson. I get Jameis is back. Jameis is your starter. Jameis is basically on a one-year deal. So, Look, maybe the Saints hate these quarterbacks. Maybe they have no intention of going quarterback, and they're in on Jameis, and if it's not Jameis, they'll figure it out next season or beyond. But I just keep telling myself, and, and it's just my opinion, that at 16 or 19, they're going quarterback, and I can already hear Mickey Loomis saying it, hey, we've loved this guy since the Senior Bowl or since we met him at his combine, and that's why we made this deal. We'd rather have our guy in the building too soon and too late. I mean, if you don't have a great quarterback, you're looking for a great quarterback. Maybe Jameis is a great quarterback, but the Saints have been looking for Breeze's heir apparent for a long time. And uh, I, I will believe that they are, are not taking a quarterback when 16, 19, and 49 go and no quarterback is taken. Until then, I'm going to you know, continue to bang that drum that don't be surprised to see a quarterback with one of those top 50 picks most critical need coming out of this draft? I mean, I think it's probably a tie. It's offensive tackle and wide receiver. I can maybe make an argument for safety, um, but I would say replacing Teron Armstead and getting some, some better pass catchers at wide receiver. I would agree with both. Any names you want to throw out there before we let you go? Because I know you got to get the news. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll say this. I like Desmond Ritter as a quarterback. I think he checks mm-hmm. a lot of boxes of what Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland, and Dennis Allen may be looking for. I certainly like Trevor Penning as a lineman. I like Traylon Burks as a wide receiver. I like Lavi as a wide receiver. I like right. a lot of these different people. Uh, 
And so, uh, so yeah, I think there's a lot of good players in this. Stuff. I really like Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. So if do he I. Fell, and they could just plug him in right away at that interior of the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's just—he's a freak, and, and and again, athletic, much like an Anyamato. He's a guy that you can plug and play as well. Fletch, really appreciate the time. Covered a lot of ground today, as always. Tell the folks about what you guys got coming up for us. The Channel Six Sports. How folks can follow you on social media. Yep, we got a lot of Pelicans and a lot of draft coverage coming up. So uh, stick with us. And uh, Twitter is kind of my go-to social. So I am at Fletcher WDSU. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate the time today. All right, Eric. Hopefully my voice wasn't too bad. Oh, man, you were fine. You were, and great information as well, as always. So thanks for the time. All right. All right. There you go. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. Hey, don't forget, Burkhart, come home tonight. AC's not working. I know you don't want to hear that. I guess the worst thing in the world to hear, right? The AC's not working. Now you got to go find, find an AC guy to get out there to fix it for you. Man, don't even sweat it. Don't kick the dog. Don't get mad at the wife or kids. Just remember acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and you'll have a company that's trustworthy. They'll come out and do only the work that's necessary, get you up and running. If for some reason you need a new system, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and financing is available. For a company you can trust before and after the sale, it's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Folks, I've trusted Burkhart for over 30 years. You can trust them as well, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. 
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. The New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival presented by Shell April 29th through May 1st and May 5th through May 8th with Luke Combs, Willie Nelson, Jimmy Buffett, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Black Crows, the Abbott Brothers, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, Ricky Skaggs and hundreds more. Tickets available at NOJazzFest.com and at the gate on festival days. Don't miss Luke Combs on Thursday, May 5th at the Fairgrounds Racecourse. Miller Lite, official sponsor of Jazz Fest. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches, weakness, or discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working on play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Day starts with a coffee and ends with a wine. Takes forever in getting ready, so she's never on time for anything. When she gets that, come get me. Look in her eyes. Luke Combs will be at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Check him out. Part of the end, the great music that's going to be part of this uh, next two weekends over at the fairgrounds. Get out there and enjoy it. I'll tell you what, folks, I, I, you know, I, any of you guys have been listening to this program, watch me on TV over the last couple decades know that, man, <laughs> I hate to make predictions. I really do. Sometimes I feel like I'm the kiss of death when it comes to predictions. But I just got a feeling. I just got a feeling, man. Uh, the way this team has been playing, uh, the way that they figured out uh, Chris Paul, which, again, is hard to figure out when you start talking about a guy that's going to be a first bout Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, the way Valanciunas played in Game Four against the two bigs of, of the uh, of the Suns, and really the Suns just you know unable to find a third scorer you know that has been consistent for them. I feel really good about the Pels tonight. I really do. I think they're playing with house money. I don't think they have a lot of pressure on them at this point. Uh, now they got to stay composed, right? Uh, and they you know they they've got to stay and, and play the way they've been playing, which again has been great basketball. I think I'm picking the Pels tonight. I'm picking the Pels tonight for an elimination game coming back to New Orleans for game six. Hopefully it's from my mouth to God's ears, right? So we'll see tonight, and we'll talk about it tomorrow here on the program. Special thanks to Ross Jackson, also to, to um, Mike Scarborough, Fletcher Mackle, also to Rudy back at the studio. I want to thank all of our great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. And, of course, as always, thank you for, the sponsor, for those sponsors sponsoring our program, and thank you for supporting them. 
Uh, podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program. Thanks for listening to all. Certainly appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog kit to the governor. That includes the man. They all got to go. Better know.